0: Welcome to today's podcast. You're listening to Coffee and Bible Time. I'm Taylor. I'm Mentor Mama. And we are so happy to have you guys here on our month of love. Oh, and we currently have a cat stepping on our keyboard. So hopefully this won't affect anything, Charlie. Oh, okay. They're having a heyday, so this might be be an interesting podcast. Should we just start over? (laughs) Maybe we'll leave it in. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about love within the four walls. And what do I mean by that? Loving your family, ladies, because yes, you have to love ladies and gentlemen. Can I say ladies and gentlemen? Because we do have some gentlemen here. Gentlemen, hi. But yes, we are talking about what it means to love your family, because those are the people that God gave you in your life to love first, okay? And you live with them, and it's hard, and you don't always want to do it, especially when they get on your last nerve, and especially if they eat the food that you've been saving in the fridge. <laughs> Maybe that's just a personal one for me, but would you have any insight, Mom? What do you say? What? What's wrong? Okay, we might need to pause this and come back. Well, we've had a refresher. Now what do you think about it?
1: Well, I was thinking along the same lines of your sandwich getting eaten in the fridge, but did you know I actually secretly have something hiding in there? In the fridge? Yes. What do you have hiding in there? (laughs) Well, you know, the vegetable drawer, which I do eat, like, a lot of vegetables and fruits. But really, like, some people in our family never go into the vegetable drawer. So that is true. I can hide certain things in well, there. Well, what's
0: in there? <laughs> that are, you're not hopefully hiding from me.
1: I think you've seen it because you do eat vegetables. So well, what is in it? There. It's the can of whipping cream.
0: Oh, can of whipping cream. You mean, like. Whipped cream. Yeah, whipped cream. No, oh, you I was <laughs> looking for that. Chocolate. Oh, we should be sipping hot chocolate oh, right now. That does sound good. Break. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we've had too many breaks. We need to crack down on ourselves, ladies, especially because we're filming this at 930 at night. Did I have to say that? Mm no but now you know so yes loving within the four walls and now the inspiration that we had from this is from a book the book is called care packages for the home dozens of ways to regenerate spirit where you live and it is by barbara a Glanz um this is a very old book i'm just going to be completely honest if i saw this puppy on the shelves i would avoid it completely i mean the front cover looks like a grandma's quilt It's, but it is my mom's book and she loves it and she got good tips from it. Tips that we implement in our house daily. And I thought that we would read you guys something that we found to be pretty instrumental and on point about the way that we live and interact with our family.
1: Yes, for sure. And what I'm, ow, Tay, why are you pulling my hair? Sometimes I have to pull a hair to get close to the microphone. Okay, well, if it wasn't way over there, I might I Okay. Um. Okay, so focusing now back on this, um, this book I picked up at a conference that I went to. There used to be a conference called Hearts at Home. And they had all these great resources for moms. And this particular one I have found so helpful because it really forces you to think about your interactions with others. And did you know, Tay, that there's actually three different ways you can interact with someone and you can make the choice? So the first one is a negative interaction. So each time... You're interacting with someone, you're actually discounting them or bringing them down. So it's considered like a negative interaction. And then the next one is just like a business interaction. You're just taking care of business. You're getting down to the nuts and bolts of whatever it is you have to talk about. And then the last one is called a human level interaction. And that's where you're actually taking the time to acknowledge someone during your interaction, getting to know them, what's their story, um, being present, etc.
0: I'm thinking that we should probably, you know, model each one of these. So let's do oh, a little role yes, play. Yes. Um, why don't you get a little closer to the microphone? Because I know you do. Uh, get a little far away. Let's do a discount interaction, and I'll be the discounter, and you be the person. You be my family member. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Pick a scenario. Okay. Um, I made this delicious new crockpot recipe last night. What'd you think? I thought it was absolutely horrifying. What crock? Mom, Crock-Pots are from the 20th century, number one. Number two,
1: Hey, everybody
0: knows that Crock-Pot meals are the easy, cheap way to get out. I want a mother who is <clears throat> on her hands and knees laboring over my meal. Okay, that is enough of a discount for me. Of course I would never do that. A classic discount might be, hey Taylor, what did you think of my meal last night? I thought it was good, but... You know, I really can't think of one because I don't, I usually really love your crock pot meals. <laughs> um, but I think the I point discount- of it is,
1: no, you would maybe a- attack me as a person. You'd oh, be like,
0: okay. Way well, to the croc- go, way to no, go, mom. Maybe that- this is it. The crock pot meal was good, but my dinner was kind of ruined because I had to sit at the table with you. Oh,
1: ouch. Okay. that. You really, you negative. really
0: just inspired me there. Okay,
1: so the second choice of interaction is more of like a business transaction. Okay, so, you go ahead. Um, hi Taylor, um, I have to leave early tonight.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say to that. Um, great. Okay, here, no, no, no. I'm, no gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna set it up. Um. I'm gonna set it up. Say, okay. You say, "Hey Taylor, um, I just got home from work." Hey Taylor, I just got home from work. How are you? Great. Um, if you wouldn't mind just making dinner, I have to go somewhere tonight, and I don't want to be in a rush later if it's not made. That's wow. a business transaction, yes, right? right? Like like you come home, okay, I just need you to get something done for me yeah. or let's just I really need the basics but I don't care about you as a person. Right. So, hey mom, could you just make one of those crockpot meals? That was supposed to be a joke. Okay. <laughs> um there's crickets. Okay, next one, next one, next one. The positive one. Okay, positive one, um which is human level connection. Go ahead. Yes. So, the other day, Taylor, I'm terrible at thinking stuff up right like <laughs> that fast. Okay, here's what you I love how you start with the other day. Okay, how about you say, how about you say, hey, Taylor, I just got home from work. Hey, Taylor, I just got home from work. Oh, how was your day, Mom? I noticed you were a little stressed before you went to go away. Oops. Beep, boop, bop. I noticed you were a little stressed before you went to work this morning, and I just wanted to make sure your day went well. Oh, thank you so much. You know, it was that 30-second
1: commute from the upstairs to the office on our main floor that really put me under. You know, the cats got in the way. I hit a little cat traffic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I ran into our dog's poop on the carpet. What? I did clean it up. Don't worry. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you guys, this is just a side note. Small dogs will ruin family relationships. (laughs) Not not real, but listen, if you're in a rocky relationship at home, do not get a small dog. They have very tiny bladders and no concept of when or where to poop unless by chance you are a dog trainer.
1: Yeah, I think the problem actually is us, Tame. But we are digressing again. Okay, okay sorry for so everybody. the point of that is... We own
0: Yorkie-poo if you were wondering.
1: Actually, uh, Mother Teresa has a wonderful quote where she says, Be kind and merciful. Let no one ever come to you without
0: coming away better and happier. Let's do a little bit of self-reflection. Today, for me... Did I let anybody come to me in a way feeling not better or not happier? Mm-hmm. Did I do that? And you know what? This is the true test. You tell me if I did it any time to you. Oh. Because um. I can say right now, you, I did not walk away any time with you where I felt more negative. Yes. Granted, it is a Sunday, so we're praising the Lord. Yeah, Not that we don't praise the Lord every day, but you know what I mean. There's something about the weekend. Let's talk about a Monday. A Monday you wake up and roll out of bed. It's a long day. Are there times that I leave people feeling worse? Yeah. And I can think of times right now. And you guys might be able to relate to this. There are a lot of times when my mom asks me to do something and... I either say I'll do it and I don't, or I just am in the middle of doing something. I don't even answer, right? And later throughout the day, she notices that I didn't do it. And maybe we didn't have a a real conversation about whether or not I did it. But you are still leaving feeling like you were discounted or like you weren't taken mm-hmm. seriously. I mean, to a degree... You are coming, I mean, if we're going off of the discounts, business only, and human connection, there could be, there could have been an opportunity for human connection by me obeying you because it would have fostered a relationship between us.
1: Right. Especially if my love language was acts of service. Yeah, You could have scored and major points. And it is, points. and it is
0: acts of, ser- it is acts of service. So that would have fostered human connection, whereas maybe for me, you know, you telling me to do something I took as a business only. And so I just immediately discounted it. Do you think you can get, I honestly, guys, this is a revelation that I'm having right now. There is a chance that there could be a relationship, a family dynamic relationship where maybe you get caught in the business only and discount cycle Mm. where maybe, maybe you have a parent, maybe you have a sibling or maybe you are the person that is maybe just generally more of a business only And you know, you're asking people to do things and maybe the other person feels like they aren't being valued for who they are, or maybe they feel like you, you aren't caring for them as a, as a person. Right. And so they feel discounted and that fosters a relation, a negative relationship. So maybe for some people, like I can say for me, I can say for me that I am a human level connection person. I respond better when I feel people give me encouragement, and I will be more likely to do something for them if we need to do something on a business level.
1: Yes. Well, and I think people, the majority of people in general, are kind of desperate to be recognized. You know, we all want to be acknowledged, and so adding the human level of a feeling or how are you feeling
0: and that's exactly um, what Jesus did mm-hmm. That's ex- that was like his forte was meeting people getting down to their level you know and looking them in the eye and telling them that they are loved you know speaking truth into them mm-hmm. being honest but it was never a, a sort of Pharisee approach where it's like just business only. Like you need to do these, th- right. this, this, this. You need to obey. Right. You need to do all these things because that discounts a person. You're not going to reach somebody to Christ by trying to make it be a business interaction. You're not selling them the gospel. No, no. It's it's connecting with them as a person and showing them that the greatest hope and the greatest peace in the great, really the greatest relationship and. The greatest feeling of feeling known comes from a right relationship with God. And you know what, having that family dynamic within the four walls is just another way that we can reflect the love of Christ and how he's transformed our hearts. So we should be operating on a human on a human level connection. Obviously not discounting that there are times when you need to have more business interactions where you need something from somebody, but I feel like the pillar there is connecting with people on a human level.
1: Right. And just to extrapolate this a little bit further. Can you please as extrapolate what the word extrapolate <laughs> means? Because I'm not <laughs> sure
0: I know what that means. Well,
1: I'm just going to extend this sort of into the parenting application because um, this book talks about the two levels of interaction, especially as it pertains to discipline and how important it is to... Focus on the behavior as opposed to attacking the person. Mm. So, if someone is doing something that's not acceptable, um, it's important to call out what the behavior is, and then you you don't bring the person down by discounting mm-hmm. their character. Mm-hmm. So that's just another example of how these interactions... um,
0: Yeah, no, I actually extremely can... I can validate that. I can validate what you said because I had an instance like that happen to me where I was... I tend to be more introverted, if you guys didn't know, and an, an extreme homebody. And there was a time when I had a friendship with somebody and... We had plans to go out, and I canceled, and then, you know, the next week we had another plan, you know, we were going to go to the movies, and I canceled again, and we ended up meeting with each other at school, and she she, she comes to me, and she could have had an opportunity where she could tell me, I mean, not necessarily that she'd be disciplining me, but just to be honest and say, hey, I was hurt in our relationship that you canceled on me those two times, but instead, she came up to me and said, you know, you're a mess. You can't get your schedule together. And by her saying that, I was a little hurt. I was like, oh, gosh. Like, I shouldn't have canceled to go to the movies. Like, now I'm feeling bad as a, as a person. Like, I'm taking it personally. Whereas, really, like, I know that she was she was hurt that I was doing it. It's just like I'll, you just end up getting in a mixed pile of hurt. Yeah. And that that can happen within the family, too, with parents disciplining their their child, if they, if they, you know, right, make it more personal.
1: So this this whole concept of your interactions being either negative, which is business a discount or, mm-hmm. neutral, which is business only, or positive human um, interaction. What I want to relay this to is the emotional bank accounts that we all have, and so. Um during the day, we get either deposits or withdrawals, so to speak, from our emotional bank accounts. And unfortunately, some people um, get more withdrawals than they do actually deposits, um, which is kind of sad. So it just gives you another way of um, thinking through the impact of your interactions with the people in your family and really... Um, acknowledging that they're important, you know
0: how you treat each other. Now I can agree with that. I was actually in a seminar um, where we where there was a man who kind of coached uh, all of our employees on how to interact with a homeless person, and how one of the biggest fears of homeless people is that is is when in their interactions with with regular, um, like everyday citizens that a citizen would come up to them and make them feel worthless and make them feel, um, they had a word for it. If you're somebody who looks down on somebody and makes them feel bad for who they are, then you're a sadist. S-A-D-I-S-T, I think is the word that he used. He called them everyday sadist, um, it's basically people that make you feel bad mm. for who you are. And he was talking about how the, really having positive interactions with people, you can think of it like a jar. Every time you say something positive to somebody, that's putting one coin in the jar. Mm. But every time you say something negative or you do something that maybe hurts a relationship, then that's taking away three it's not it's not even equal, oh, right. you get what I'm saying. Yes, like you can say sure. one nice thing, but if you if you mess up a relation like uh, something in a relationship, like let's say you snap and you said like I hate you, like you say hate, which I think is thrown around way too much because that's such a deep, deep um deeply rooted word. Mm-hmm. um that's taking away three positive things. I mean, you could have had a great day, and if it ends with mm. a negative interaction, honestly, that's taking away, like, the whole day's worth. Yeah. Not and,
1: a good idea. And
0: that's why that's why you have to be so careful about – I mean, honestly, thinking about it in the way of a bank account is a good good way to think of it. I always think of it as, like, a mason jar, possibly from Magnolia Farms. Put a couple coins in there, and if things go bad, <laughs> things go bad, and then that is – Yikes.
1: Those Yikes. were really cute jars. Those are really didn't cute jars. You, yeah. Yours came with lemonade,
0: didn't it? Yeah. No, not lemonade. Can we just... We're just going to take oh, a no, brief... Oh, no. It was sweet okay. Tea. okay. It was sweet tea. Yes. We're just going to take a brief little intermission and talk about Magnolia Farms. Not sponsored, but my goodness. Magnolia Farms, Chip and Joanna Gaines, yes. They had a food truck when we went there. Um and fun fact the only reason why we went there is because we went to a conference and I think she listens to our podcast we went to a, mm-hmm. a conference um by B Lydia and their whole in Austin Texas in Austin Texas their whole mission is to try to prevent sex trafficking it was an amazing conference very eye opening for us. One of Mm -hmm. the best memories I think I have just in my life in general. But Mm -hmm. our flight ended up getting canceled because of some sort of malfunction or delay or snowstorm. I can't remember. Um, So we ended up just going to Chip and Joanna Gaines Farm. And getting back to the mason jar, they had food (laughs) trucks. They had food trucks. And one of the food trucks was selling... mason jars full of sweet tea uh-huh. and here's the thing those marketers are genius because the only reason why we got it was because we saw a bunch of people walking around with cute mm. mason jars filled with sweet tea. sweet tea and we're like wait you can buy tea and they no, just give you a mason jar it's, it's a souvenir yes yes it's, it's a, a su- dual
1: purpose
0: dual purpose you remember and <laughs> i'm th- telling you guys i drink I drink coffee out of that mason jar. Like at home, I make iced coffee, um, which maybe I'll do like a little uh, thing on Coffee Girls, which is our second channel on how I make my iced coffee, but it's really good.
1: All right. So actually, that's a perfect segue into like the main section and purpose of this whole book. And that is really um, focusing on how you can have a caring, creative, fun, and loving home. And... She uses the acronym CARE, C-A-R-E, to represent some of the things that um, that are important. So the C for CARE is for creative communication. How well are you communicating within your family? Do you get your messages across in creative and caring ways? And then what this book does is it gives you, like, an amazing assortment of tons and tons of ways, then you can have creative communication. For example, maybe um, your family has a specific scripture verse that's like the family life verse type of thing. Um, There's family newsletters. There's uh, creating treasure maps oh, my goodness, there's just so many com- creative communication things that you can do to foster good but fun to communication within your family. So what do you think, Tay, within our family? What do you think we've done that's like creative
0: communication? I'm not sure we've done I'm not sure. I'm. And the reason why I'm not following is because I feel like she's – this is just me, and guys, this book isn't sponsored, so I don't, I'm, you know, obviously not feeling very many obligations to be positive. And I'm not a normally cynic, but to me, those ideas seem a little forced. Unless I was a eight-year-old, then maybe I would find a treasure map, a fun way to communicate. But I honestly think that honest, raw communication is the best way to go. Well, here's an idea. They talk
1: about it, the thing tel- things to mom notebook and what you can do is you can have like a little just like, like a little journal book and you can pass it back and forth between the parent and the child like they leave it on your bed you write a note and they send they give it back to you well that's
0: a great great one i like that i would have liked hey, that
1: i have that one highlighted but we uh, didn't know
0: i was gonna say but we didn't do that one maybe we should move on to the a acronym You know what, Tay? There's really funny
1: cartoons in this book. I always get, I always stop because I'm reading them and they're hilarious. Okay, so the A is for atmosphere. What does it feel like to be in your home? And there's actually two for A. Mm-hmm. The other one is appreciation for all. How often are you appreciating one
0: another? I I like the atmosphere because to me that was a really important part of like of growing up in our house and even all all of our friends would always come over and be like we love your house or my friend used to always say Tori if you're listening I don't know if you are I'm gonna buy your house when you guys leave like don't sell your house to anyone I'm gonna buy it but it was just and it's not that our house is
1: that special but I think what I always tried to do was just create like I would have like some like Frank Sinatra or smooth jazz going on in the background, maybe light a candle. Nice soft warm lights, fireplace going. Sometimes I'll have just like a little tray of sweets on the counter when you guys were younger, just to make it like warm and inviting. That's Mm -hmm. what I, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so. What's R? R is respect. Are you spending time together and treating one another in respectful and caring ways? And then the other one is reason for being. Does your family have a purpose, a feeling of belonging and being on a team? So there's two for
0: R. Yep, that's good. I don't think I have any comments for it.
1: Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. The one I wanted to bring up. For that one is, um, one of the suggestions that she had in here that we, um, put to use was the special plate, making someone feel special.
0: Under for reason for for being.
1: Yes. Having a purpose, feeling belong. Yes. So, like... This It's like a plate that you can buy probably on Amazon or something. Maybe we'll Mm -hmm. try to find the link and put that in our Amazon store along with this book. Um, But every time it's a birthday or you guys have a a special accomplishment, right? Maybe like the Great American. Mm -hmm. You became
0: a Great American. Mm -hmm. That was a special day. Mm -hmm. Basically, Great American is something our school did in fifth grade where... You memorized basically a bunch of facts that pertain to being an American, Mm -hmm. and I was the first one. Can we just take a moment to realize that I I was an extreme overachiever. I got another third day of school, and some other kid had a lot of nerve. Word travels around fast when you go to a school with about two kids in it. Not really. I mean, my god, had forty-eight kids, but they, he had a lot of nerve. Word got round; Taylor got Great American. So what did he do? He raced at the end of the day to become Great American at the same time. I still have it in for you, bud. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm really happy for him.
1: Okay, let's give him. Yeah, a it was. Let's just say
0: reaction. It was a negative interaction for me. <laughs> hey, all right. So, are we
1: moving on to the E? Yes. Okay. So E is for empathy. Are you aware of the needs of one another as well as your community and world? And then another E one is enthusiasm. Do you celebrate one another and your family?
0: That's good. I think that for me as a peacemaker um, is I try to be a lot, I try to be really big on the empathy. And I try, I feel like what I try to do is I try to focus in on how people are feeling and just kind of read situations and respond accordingly to how I see that people are feeling. Um, The worst that I do this with is Ashley, my sister. Uh, of course you guys know her, Ashley, the OG. Um Yeah, honestly, when I take a step back, I think to myself, how could I act the way that I do to her? She's so kind so loving, so thoughtful, always looking out for people, always having the best intentions for them. Well, not always for me, but that's only if I get on her nerves and I like really pushing her to the limit. But she is like, I mean, just a complete selfless human being. And sometimes I think back to how I don't have empathy for her and how I get in arguments with her and maybe I'm getting heated and I'm not thinking about how she's feeling, only about how I'm feeling. And we've had to have a lot of sit-down talks about how I discount how she's feeling and talk about how I'm feeling Mm. because sometimes my emotions just feel so big and they feel – sometimes emotions feel like truth and I think they're right or I think that it is – an ultimatum. If I feel this way, then that's how it is. And it, that is not the case. No. And empathy is the hardest with your siblings. Agree. Especially if it's an older one trying to help and lead a younger one. Youngest child syndrome.
1: Oh, boy.
0: I think you have that. <laughs> I think I have it. You
1: know, as a mom, I want to just mention, too, that... Developing empathy, I think to do that actually requires you to go outside your four walls in a lot of cases. And I think some of the um, things that we've done, I'm thinking of a time um, with my son Andrew where we went and we we worked at like a, um, it's called PADS. It's a place where homeless people go, but they could stay the night for like a, cold wintry night and they provide a meal but that experience I think was so enlightening like it just it led him to see how blessed he is and how important it it is that we give back to our community and help and so empathy and then you know that then hopefully will extend out to him wanting to be that way, hopefully, or learn from that. Yeah, and-
0: yep. And you know what? Even for me, I think seeing the way that Jesus interacted with the people that He was with made me f- makes me feel more convicted on a daily basis. Um, and sometimes it just gets overwhelming. Like some days, I'm just like, I really see how um, far I am from. Perfection and how far I am from really loving people like Jesus loved them, and it makes me realize how much I need a Savior and how much
1: mm-hmm.
0: it is important for His grace. Praise God, He doesn't love us based on our works because that that wouldn't work for me.
1: I wanted to just end our session here with this um, quote from the book. It says, "Effective family life does not just happen." it's the result of deliberate intention determination and practice and that this book is a tool that you can use to encourage you there's literally like hundreds of ideas okay. and um and this isn't us trying you, to you get you you have to be
0: intentional right and this isn't us trying to get you this book we hope you found some encouraging things just from us sharing some things from this book we're going to try to find it, but know, this thing is ancient. I don't think
1: it's published anywhere. No, I mean, That's I'm telling good, it's think you, it's ancient. But I think you can
0: probably get it on Amazon. Um, we'll try to put it on our Amazon store, but just in case they were wondering, how do they even yeah. find our Amazon store? All right. Go to our website coffee and bible
1: and you can just see everything that's going on with coffee and bible time there. We have a blog, we have links to our YouTube videos, we have links to all of these different podcasts. But where's our store? Where's our oh, Amazon store? Yeah, right. Oops, <laughs> I got distracted. Um we have a shop. And so in the shop if you scroll down past The items that we particularly have available on our website, there's a link down there for our Amazon store. And within that, you can find all kinds of fun things that we love.
0: Well, that is awesome. Thank you all so much for watching. We had a lot of fun doing this yeah, podcast today. And just
1: think through now your emotional bank account. I'm going to try to do better with you, Tay. <gasps> negative, you. neutral, or positive. Maybe if we just remind each other, like, if, oh, if yeah. we do do something, we can say that was a negative. Right. Or that was neutral. Or, you know, or what? Maybe thank we, you
0: for that positive. That, or maybe we've been having too much neutral today. You know, that's something oh. that we could say. Because especially when you, this is a side note, but if you if you work with your family and they are your business partners, sometimes it can go a lot of neutral and not enough mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, too, too much business interaction and not enough, hey, we're related and I would like to be friends with you outside of work. Yeah. Okay, thanks for watching. All right, bye guys. Bye.